Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. The Flames win big over the Philadelphia Flyers as they continue to collect W's along their six-game road trip. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me here at Locked On Flames for our post-game recap of the 5-2 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. For the first time in probably 10 games, the Flames did not blow a lead. We are going to talk all about that and the success they found tonight along with the flames of the game. But before we jump into that, you have to take care of some business. Remember to follow and subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, remember to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto and the show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames pod. Physicality was a very big theme of this evening. I thought that the Flames needed this, uh, you know, you forget that it's missing until it's there in your face. And I think that (laughs) the Flames making minced meat out of the Flyers, who are now have a seven-game losing streak, is just beautiful. I think that this is another one of those instances where the team is able to kind of add that to their to, under their belt and uh, add it to their confidence. Huberdeau opened the night with a goal off of a Tony D'Angelo turnover. And if you're new here, we love anything that makes Tony D'Angelo look like a horrible, an even worse hockey player than he already is. But there truly was no urgency from the Flyers defenseman anywhere near that goal it was a turnover and then he just kind of came down uh into their own zone and or sorry into the flyer zone and just shot the puck so effortlessly like there wasn't a lot like you would have thought it was a warm-up shot sort of deal right but then Dylan Dubé Dylan I haven't scored a goal since the first game of the season Dubé sniped one. He had a gorgeous goal over Carter Hart's shoulder and gave the Flames a 2-1 lead. There are not too many things that you can ask for, but it is for the Flames to hold a two-goal lead, right? And then 44 seconds later, I said it was a 2-1 lead. I'm sorry, it was a 2-0 lead. But 44 seconds later, in the blink of an eye, the Flyers score, right? The Flyers go out there. They they score. They're able to get uh, the game kind of in their control for a little bit, but the Flames didn't take their foot off the gas. Joel Farabee was buzzing all over the ice, and he was hard to miss. It was like you had to actively, like, be ignored, like actively ignore him in order to not see him. But the Flames kind of had. Their number. I thought that the Flames looked great out there. Dennis Gilbert fought uh, Zach McC- McCowan, McGeehan, McGowan, and um, 
this that's his third fight in five games and everyone is in agreement that he is three for three on these fights and you you do forget how the physicality revs up your team and how it kind of tilts the table a little bit gets things gets the blood pumping gets the adrenaline going and is really ready for everyone to go out there and to have you know a real good game but I think the biggest issue I had in the first period was Zadorov's completely unnecessary, yes, you guessed it, tripping penalty. This is one of the things that we've talked about countless countless number of times here on the podcast, especially uh, when Nick joins the show. He mentioned it, I think, the first time he was officially brought on as my co-host, but it's when you're behind, when you're skating from behind and you go to take the puck and you generate those tripping penalties and you don't want that. You want to be ahead of your opponent, but the flames knew that there was room for improvement and that they wanted more. And again, looking back on it, they didn't take their foot off the gas. It was a full 60 minutes played and they looked great. Coming up next, we are going to finish the recap of the, Uh, of the game and of course give accolades to where they count most with the flames of the game but let's take a quick break here and I would just like to say uh simply safe thank simply safe for sponsoring today's episode if you've thought about securing your home with home security but you've been putting it off you will want to listen up right now locked on flames listeners can order the number one rated simply safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. I think that Simply Safe uh, is fantastic because they have been named the best home security system of 2022 for three years in a row now. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Do not miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I would recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. That is locked on simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no place like Simply Safe. Thank you all for sticking around and tuning into Locked on Flames. Please make sure that you're subscribed. Uh, yeah, have a little notification bell on if you need to, if you're watching on YouTube. And if you have five seconds, maybe throw a five-star rating and a little nice little review down there. That would help me out a lot. One of the biggest things that we talked about in the pregame show was how this team needed to find confidence and they needed to have something going for them. And it felt like the first period was exactly what they needed to keep that going, to continue the excitement and the positivity from their game against the Florida Panthers. And the physicality absolutely revved up in the second period. Lucic and Farabee found themselves tangled up. Uh, Tony D'Angelo was like throwing his stick around at um, Michael Backlund's head. 
I don't know if it was considered a cross check, but it, it, it didn't need to be up that high. Uh, just immaturity all around. We know that. But again, the Flames have been missing that physical element to their game because who was one of the most physical players they had on their team? Matthew Kachuk. And who is not on their team anymore? Matthew Kachuk. And I think in some ways it it does keep, like the physicality keeps guys like Lucic going because of who he is as a player and just naturally. I think that, uh, you know, his past, like you think, when I think of Milan Lucic, I think of him like checking someone into the boards and the glass shattering. And just him being so physical. And I think that's what he needed and needs to keep going and having that energy to his game. And speaking of energy to their game, Rasmus Anderson scored in the second period. And it was a deflection, but it was still his shot. It wasn't like, for once, it wasn't his own goal. But um, (laughs) was it going in his own net? But this puts him on pace for 65 points. And... For Rasmus Anderson to be at that level is fantastic. And for Daryl Sutter to kind of be like writing off his ability and saying Nikita Zadorov is better is just silly to me. But that is just me. And, you know, I, I just, I thought that, again, the middle frame was one that the Flames, again, they prevailed. They outplayed the Flyers. They didn't take their foot off the gas, and they came out in the third ready to win this game, ready for a battle in the final 20, because that's what happens. And was Joel Farabee was bound to score tonight. And when he scored in the third period, I, I was worried, but I would have been more worried had he not scored. Um, you know, it was three to two at that point, and the Flyers were buzzing. Like, I... I was convinced that this game was going to be tied up. Markstrom was going to, like, make – he was just going to fumble the puck, and it was just going to be a disaster, and we were going to have to go into overtime, or the Flames were going to lose in regulation, and we were just going to be sitting here tonight and saying, how do you lose to the Philadelphia Flyers? Calgary Flames, what happened? Uh, How do you lose to the Philadelphia Flyers? Uh, Sort of energy, right? That's what I would think. But no, the Flames generated plenty of scoring chances after that fair goal. And I thought that, that was fantastic. That was a sign of confidence. And again, something that this team has been missing through these 17, 18 games. And I, I am impressed. I am very impressed with the team and their effort that we saw tonight. I thought that... Markstrom had an incredible night. I thought that the Flames not taking their foot off the gas, even when they had the empty net and the Flyers had an extra attacker out there. I thought that was great. I loved what we were seeing. And to me, this is more important than, you know, a a win against, okay, I wouldn't say another Western Conference team, but, you know, like, say – an Eastern conference team that has been doing successful because they are using, you know, this game as about a a landing spot, takeoff spot. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but he, 
he, <laughs> the team, was made it very clear tonight that they have turned that corner, that they have taken off from where they were two weeks ago. This is not a team that's playing with a Markstrom that can't track the puck. This They're not playing with a Jonathan Huberdo that is injured. They're not playing with a Trevor Lewis that is just taking penalty after penalty. This is a different team. And I think that they used tonight to really solidify that uh, all the things that they've been working on. And I think that's great because again, you're not always going to have that little gap in your schedule, but I don't want to call it a gap, but you know, a little game against a maybe not so competitive team and to pot three goals behind Carter Hart is impressive. I do want to mention that because that shouldn't go unnoticed. He has not allowed three goals in a little bit of time. So I actually, I would say I'm pretty sure he did against Montreal, but it is not something he does on a consistent basis. So it's very impressive to be able to do that. And for the flames offense to get going, how many times have I sat here and said, the flames just need to score goals. They need to shoot the puck in order to score. And they did that tonight. So it was great to see. And it was great to see Markstrom go out there and look like Markstrom from this time last year. And coming up next, we are going to talk about my flames of the game. And I think maybe one of them will surprise you based on my pregame show. But before we do that, today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has all of your sports betting needs, your odds, your news, and your scores, and everything you need to know before you start placing a bet. And with Bet Online, you get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got you covered up. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts and you want to switch it up from here, I definitely recommend checking out those that you can find on Bet Online. And Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to get your betting fixed. And head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. But online, where the game starts. Y'all know that I hold people accountable, right? And I do want to mention, before we talk about the stars of the game, I do want to talk about Andrew Mangiapane. Because he had a brutal, brutal game tonight. And this, this is something that I think... Uh, that was very obvious and was very um, clear because it, it wasn't going anywhere and it was right in front of your face. And I actually took notes during the game. So I have my phone. But um, he had a horrible, horrible giveaway from uh, he ended up getting hit and it ended up being a giveaway and then it turned into Farabee's goal. And then he had another giveaway on the two-on-one goal earlier in the night. And it was just not a good night for Andrew Mangiapane. So next game against Pittsburgh, I do want to see him uh, fix those mistakes, tighten up his game, 
And I think he needs to score. I think that's the next thing. I think he needs to get that monkey off his back. And I'm sure we're going to see an improvement in Dylan Dubé's game because he has the monkey off of his back and so on and so forth. But my first flame of the game, again, these aren't in any order. Um, I, I just, I don't like playing favorites. <laughs> I, I would be the worst coach and be like, you, you're horrible, but you deserve a shot at the top line because you're trying. And that's not how that's not how this works. But Jacob Markstrom is one of my flames of the game. He looked comfortable in net. He looked great. He had no issue, no issue tracking the puck. And he had full command of like everyone on the ice. It was like he was like doing like mind control. Like, ooh, this is what you're going to do to win. You're going to move that puck that way. No, I'm just kidding. But he also had plenty of saves in the third period that really did prevent the um <laughs> prevented the Flames from being tied up and it was not good. It, it would have been horrible had the Flames tied it up. And I am trying to pull up the stats right now because I did have them up. But he faced he faced 25 shots and saved 23. So, you know, that is very that that's not Markstrom. That's not the Markstrom we've been seeing this season. So I will take it and I will hang on to it and hope that they get the same energy when they travel to Pittsburgh. And coming up, coming up next, nope, next on my list is ah, Nikita Zadorov. He looked great. Other than his tripping penalty, I thought he looked good. And the defensive metrics don't lie. You look at his performance tonight, it is all purple. Good graphs in the positive side. So I, I can't talk crap. And he, he averaged, or no, he had... 19 minutes and 59 seconds in time on ice. We can't allow this. We can't keep allowing this. But you know what? If Daryl Sutter thinks it's going to work, then let him think. Let him think. Let him think and do his thing and be the mastermind that he is because he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest hockey coach of all time. And Jonathan Huberto. The sweet... French Canadian that we we were all excited to acquire arrived tonight. Again, he came out early. He set the tone. He capitalized on a turnover and said, I'm not afraid to shoot the puck. I'm not going to pass it again. I'm going to shoot the puck. And that is what we need. We need more shooting, less passing. Don't be afraid. We've seen this before. We've seen it with a, a former team members, teammates, Calgary Flame roster players. And if you overpass, you're not going to score. If you shoot, you may score. And I thought that the Flames did great tonight. You know, they pocketed another two points. They're off to Pittsburgh on Wednesday. Lose tomorrow. Get some rest, some practice. Brett Ritchie might... I don't think Brett Ritchie is with the team at the moment. No, I uh, I know Michael Stone is. So we will we will see. We will have to see where 
the uh, what the lineup looks like for next game because I'm interested if Richie comes back, who will be taken out? It will more than likely be Kevin Rooney just because he hasn't been super effective. Um, you know, my goodness, what a, what a night! It, that was a great game for the Flames, and I loved what we saw from them. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Locked On Flames. Uh, tomorrow, Nick joins me for some more, just more of the like in-depth breakdown of the Flames game and uh, some outside expert analysis. So make sure to uh, follow along on Twitter at LO underscore Flames pod and on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So you can listen to um, <laughs> listen to us ramble and rant whenever you would like. And until then, go Flames, stay safe, wash your hands, and hug the people in your life. Bye-bye.